Welcome back to another episode of What I Wish I Could Tell My Mother. I'm Ashley, a.k.a. Mommy. And I'm Amaya. All right, y'all. I'm tired today. But, all right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. All right, so y'all know by now that I'm not at school with Amaya. She has left the nest. She is in school on her own, in middle school. Um, And so when she was in school, her first school she attended where I taught, she had an issue with a couple of students and I had to, you know, put the paws on them. Not really, but I had to check them. Right. (laughs) And I had to teach Amaya on, you know, just how to check people. And how to make friendships, how to have good friendships. mm -hmm, All that jazz. So I want to talk to you, Amaya, about handling conflict, because I think it's important for kids to know how to handle conflict outside of putting their hands on somebody outside of being rude and disrespectful. There's a way to handle conflict in a healthy way. So, um, and I think it's important to have this conversation, especially with me not being around you, you being able to do things on your own. So let's talk about how we handle conflict. I mean, you just handle conflict. You can. How do you handle conflict? Well, if I'm not like, like usually I just speak calmly but firmly. Like you can't make them think, oh, I'm just joking, blah, 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 blah. You have to be like, no, you did this. I want this done right now. But you don't have to say it disrespectfully or meanly. You can just say it straight to the point. So how do you know when a situation calls for you to tell a teacher as opposed to when you need to try to have a conversation with the person who offended you? I mean, it all depends on the situation. Like, for example, if they stood on your water bottle, but they did not know that you did not want them to do that, then you can just talk to them. But if they're putting their hands on you and saying bad stuff about you, then you can go tell the teacher. Okay. Are there um, ever situations that you feel are okay where for you to put your hands on somebody? Yeah, if they're putting your hands on, on you then that's okay. Like, if, they're, if they put their hands on you first, like, inappropriately or just, like, meaning harm, then, yeah, fight. You, you can fight back. I don't care. <laughs> if you lay the first punch, then you just laid your own undoing. Oh, so you, should, you need to wait for the aggressor. You shouldn't be the aggressor. Is that what you're saying? No. So, so like, if they already laid the first punch... It is gloves off. It is gloves off. Let me tell you that. <laughs> is there ever a time where, like, let's say somebody puts their hands on you, they throw a punch. Is it ever a time where you can try to have a conversation with them? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. If you put your hands on me, I'm, 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 I'm going to hit you hard. Like, really hard. Okay. What about... Uh, telling the teacher if they put their hand, if someone puts their hands on you? Yeah, I'll tell the teacher after I punch him back. <laughs> I don't mess with that. Mm-mm. I'll punch you. I don't, I don't care if you're a boy, girl, woman. I don't care. If you put your hands on me, I'm putting my hands on you. And, and End of story. <laughs> well, we want the goal to be not to have any physical conflict. I know, but if they laid the, la- la- the first you. punch, it's gloved off. my question. I hear you. But that is the goal, not to get into any kind of physical conflict. Because I, um, yeah, I have had very low occurrences of physical contacts. I've, I've been pushed there a few times. But it's possible. You just have to know how to handle conflict. 
Yeah, but sometimes their words make you just want to punch them in their mouth. But, but, but you don't do it. But sometimes you just want to punch them in their mouth. Yeah, but you got to, like, you ha- cannot let someone's words push you to want to fight. Look, I know it's easier said than done. Y'all probably listening like, girl, please. It's easier said than done, but really, you don't want to let somebody have that much control of your emotions and, and of you. you don't want to let them win. If you get angry and they win. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to let some, don't let someone's words push you that far. Yeah. To where you now are have physically assaulted them. Now you're in trouble. Yeah, be, 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 because then they'll say, well, well, I was just talking to them. I, I exactly. wasn't hurting them. Exactly. And they'll be right. They yeah. were just talking and, to you now. And and then you'll be the one who has the tensor or detention or whatever your school does. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And that is a character trait that you want to carry on into adulthood. You don't want somebody's words to get, get so deep into you to affect you to the point that you want to put hands on them, right? Yeah. Like in a job, like there's going to be conflict no matter what you do in life. I don't care if you're a pastor at a church. I don't care if you're a surgeon. I don't care if you're just customer service on the phone. There's going to be conflict. But yeah. you have to know how to handle the conflict. Safely and, and responsibly. Abs- I like that. Say it one more time. Safely and responsibly. But also letting them know I'm not playing. But just do it safely without putting your hands on them. Without giving them those hands. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to put the paws on them. The paws. So, I like that you know how to handle um, conflict and things like that. But I want to also ask you about something that I feel like all kids deal with. Or, since I say all, right? That's a blanketed statement. Yeah. I can't speak for all kids. But I feel like a great majority, a vast number mm-hmm. of children would uh, deal with this. And a vast number of parents deal with this as well. Accountability. No, no. No, we're just speaking generally. We're speaking about accountability. Um, Specifically, children disliking, not liking to take accountability for their actions, right? So what I've noticed is that, and this is from being a teacher as well, I've noticed that children behave differently at school than they do at home. That could be good or bad, right? But let's just put it on the positive spin. So, for example, you may have a child who's extremely responsible at school, They do everything they're told at school. They don't forget anything at school. But then when they come home, you may give that child a task and you may give them three things to do in the task. And they do one of the three things or two of the three things. And when you bring it to their attention, like, yo, I told you to do these three tasks. Why didn't you complete them? Why are you being so forgetful? Their response is the response has nothing to do with what you said. Well, I don't forget anything at school, sir. Ma'am, that has nothing to do with what I asked you. So literally, like not playing, like you really thinking deeply because you have, we have you here for the kids' perspective. What do you have to say on behalf of kids and not taking accountability and not doing everything they're supposed to do at school but not doing things at home? Like are y'all trying to play your parents? Like what's the deal? Sometimes we just want to play a little joke. Oh, first of all, don't come here with that little soft voice. Speak up for the children who can't speak for themselves. I feel like sometimes we just want to play a little joke, and sometimes we don't like taking a, a kind of ability in real talk. Some adults don't even like taking a account accountability. And to all the, the adults, like, oh, she said that. It's true. 
So we're going to get back to that. Hold on, we're going to get back to that point, but let's stick on this, the first point. What do you mean sometimes kids like to joke and you just don't like taking accountability? We just think it's funny sometimes. What What is the it that you think is like funny? Like just saying, oh, I don't like, like not taking accountability is kind of funny just to see you guys blow up. Like, oh, I'm so mad. So then when a consequence happens as a result of the blow up situation that the parent does, why then get upset? Because you're, you're Wait, not you supposed to said? have a consequence. Y'all, y'all, did you catch the, the heaviness of that pause? You are going to have a consequence. All par- but parents, parent, but parents need to be able to tell when it's a joke and when your child's not joking. That's called having a strong bond. <laughs> Absolutely not. Guess what? A kid needs to know, needs to be able to decipher when it's okay to play and when a parent is being serious and kids can know that but kids think it's okay to play all the time and then when a consequence happens then it's oh my god why are you being so mean absolutely not one parents are being mean two we're not kids we're tweens for anyone tearing up in the crowd and three uh we can't really tell sometimes when you're angry because you're angry and we said playing a joke yeah, like or when we're serious i mean yeah yeah, those faces like kind of moose together like moose like they blend into each other like it's not just one i'm super serious because i know with you when you're like really trying to be serious but you think some some something is funny that i do but you think but but you're trying to be serious your your face will go serious trying not to laugh serious trying not to laugh so really that's kind of y'all fault that's kind of y'all fault what happened oh my gosh anywho We'll talk about that off camera. But no, it's not that. Like, yeah, sometimes you do things in the moment when I'm being serious that that's funny. But I can't laugh at it. But generally, you know me pretty well. You know when I'm being serious I and you know when I'm though. playing. I don't. Are you going to be real or are you just going to be fake this no, entire conversation? I'm being because real. Because you know me very well. Sometimes I And don't. you know when I'm playing. But you like to test the boundaries. And then when you get because on punishment. Because boundaries are meant to be broken. No, they're not. Boundaries are there for a reason. They're not meant for you to get all the way to the boundary and then push against the boundary and then almost break the boundary and then be confused as to why you have a consequence. No, listen, the, listen, the, listen. The key is almost. The key is almost. Listen, this is a key for real life. You can't be testing people's boundaries. If somebody sets a boundary, it's there for a reason. And let's forget somebody. If a parent sets a boundary, it's there for a reason, which you know, which all you children out there know. Your parents set boundaries for a reason, not to just keep you from things or to be mean. They set boundaries for a reason. Whether your parent gives you an explanation or not, it's, it's, that's not for me to say. You don't, you're not owed an explanation. You're supposed to do what you're told. But some parents decide to give you an explanation. Some don't. But boundaries are there for a reason. Because our jobs are to set you up and help you grow into adults with great morals, values, be able to think for yourself, be able to think critically, be able to know how to set your own boundaries, be able to do all of those things. So we're not just thinking about right now. We're putting things in you that we hope will continue to flourish and blossom as you guys turn into adults. And if you guys decide to have children, which, you know, you can or you can't, it's up to you. But if you decide to have children, we want you guys to be able to 
instill great values, morals, and all those things into your children. But guess what? You're going to get that from your foundation. And what you children don't realize is that your childhood, your early years, this is setting the foundation for who you become. And yes, you have other influences like friends and other family members and jobs and things that you're going to experience. But the majority of your foundation is your early childhood years at your home. And so we want to ensure that you have a strong, steady foundation so that you grow up into a healthy adult. We don't want you to have cracks in the foundations because quiet as it's kept, I'm going to go ahead and spill the tea. (laughs) There are a lot of adults, a lot of parents out here who had a rocky foundation that are cracks, cracks all up and through. Okay, and as adults, we're sitting here trying to figure it out going to therapy and doing all sorts of things to try to heal the inner child, as they call it, or to heal the traumas or whatever it may be that we that affected us as children. And we're seeing it now as adults. And our job is to make sure our children, our children don't have to go through those same hurts and pains. Now, we don't know. We're, we're doing the best that we can. We hope that we are instilling the values and giving you all that you need so that you don't have hurts and traumas. But we don't we don't know what you'll experience, but we hope that you we are raising you guys to be such strong adults and just strong people of character that you won't have to go through any of the things that we're going through, any of the traumas, any of the hurts. Now, as you guys can hear, this child over here has been quiet. And anytime my child is quiet, I don't know about yours. It means that I'm speaking facts and I'm speaking truth and it's starting to settle I don't know about all so, of that. I'm just nothing I said. You talk. So, so nothing that. that I said was factual. Nothing that you don't believe or feel anything that I'm saying. Oh, I can't Hold wait on. to start recording well, this so y'all can see I her face. I want you guys to think about what she said. Let's move on to a different topic now, Sally. Mm-hmm. That means she she's feeling what I'm saying because it's settling in her spirit. It's marinating all up and through. So. Just please know that boundaries are there uh, for a reason. And you guys as children need to take accountability for your actions because nobody, this is a parent, this is a friend, this is a job. Nobody wants to be around anyone who, who isn't accountable for their actions. I don't want a friend to hang out with and they do something to me or they say something that hurt my feelings and I tell them and then they say, they tell me that I hurt their feelings. I'm like, oh, well. Oh, well, you shouldn't have said what you said. Dang. I don't want that to be a friend. And Amaya seems to think that what she does in one instance won't impact another instance. But guess what? If that's a part of your character and who you are, I guarantee it's going to flow into your friendships. It's going to flow into your work relationships. So that's why you have to ensure that any of those uh, traits that are unproductive, Mm -hmm. you move them out. Accountability is a big one. You need to be accountable. Nobody wants to hang with an unaccountable person. Guess what? You as a surgeon, if you make a mistake and a parent or a doctor, the chief of surgery tells you that you make a mistake, what are you going to say? I'll be the chief of of surgery. Then guess what? You have to be even more accountable because you're going to be a leader. Leaders have to be even more accountable because guess what? Things flow from the top down. So your employees and those you work with are going to be looking up to you as an example accountability and how to model professionalism and all of that so you have to be even more accountable so good i'm glad that you said that you thought that you were getting out of it 
So you have to be even more accountable. But at least you no one's the there to tell me what Leadership to do. trickles from the top down. There's always someone to talk that's going to tell you what to do. Because guess what? You have the person who owns the hospital. You have the CEO of the hospital. I'll be the CEO you, then. The chief executive officer. Right. So you always have a boss. Okay. And guess what? Even if you don't, let's say you want to go ahead and build your own hospital after Uh you retire from being a surgeon. You have to be even more accountable because you're in charge of financing. You're going to be in charge of hiring. You're going to have a say in every single piece of the hospital. And if you are not a good leader who is accountable, no one is going to want to work at your hospital. Your hospital is going to be trash. Leadership is going to be trash. Administration is going to be trash. So you keep trying to get out of it. But the higher you go. The more blessings that God allows you to have, the more accountable you're going to have to be. Right. So you didn't get out of it. So on that note, she's quiet. So I guess I've spit a word. I hope that this has hit home for some of you other children. I hope this sparked some conversations for um, you parents. And Mm -hmm. I think that this was very helpful. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it hits home for this child and makes her more accountable as well. on okay, that note. okay, we're we're not gonna speak on things that are strictly home, all right. Please, I hope you all mm-hmm. enjoyed this conversation. Maya out. I Have a good weekend, y'all. See you on the food. next one.